It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Oh, yeah? Okay. Hi, hi Chelsea. Hi. Wow. Okay. I see you're not ready. Uh, we have a... I mean, I'm tired. And uh, yet again, similar to like a couple weeks ago, it's just Chelsea and I. Yep. It's just us. Mom is still away. Mom's still away. Hopefully, she'll be back next week. I think so. But, you know, we'll, we'll give her some time if she needs it. We should probably check because it's her topic next week. So if she's not back next week, we have to figure out what we're doing because I'm not doing two in a row. You know you haven't had to do a topic for three weeks, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've also been busy. That's fair. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Excuse you. <laughs> uh, yes, hopefully, uh, maybe Christina will come back to us from the war, the war that is moving. Yeah. I helped Christina take apart it. Welcome to Cults, Cryptids, and Idle Banter. Christina is gone. Christina is gone, and Idle Banter. I helped Christina destroy a table. You with, did. With an axe. You were very proud of yourself. I'm still very proud of myself. You have a picture of me smiling, the best smile I've ever had in my life. We also have a video of you missing the table and nearly getting your leg. Yeah. Sadly, it's the good leg, not the bad leg, which upsets me. Both both options aren't great. As we've discussed, and I think in the podcast, metal leg. No. I don't. It's, it's cool. Going through TSA would be a nightmare. That sounds like not my problem. It sounds like the world's problem. Sounds like you need to become a billionaire and buy a private jet then. So that TSA is not a problem. Again, it's not a problem. You're taking this personally. And I, I don't am know taking why. this personally. I don't know why. It's just a leg. Because you're my husband and I'm allowed to take it personally. I don't need the leg. Yes, you do. For what? What does this leg do for you? Go on. Look uh, at this leg and tell me what it does for you. We go on hikes now. I you, metal you go on hikes with a prosthetic leg. You yeah. can't go on hikes with a fully metal leg, though. Why not? You just lift it. You That's just, heavy. You just walk. You just That's not, walk. Prosthetics are not made of metal, like pure metal. I know many of them are made of like uh, synthetics and plastics and silicones, which is what mine would be made of. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just I, making sure you're I'd probably aware get of one of the C curves or the J curve ones. Those are cool. Yeah. The J curves are specifically more, I think, correct me if I'm wrong for fitness, but the C curves are like everyday use. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like a metal leg. When I, I say know. that, I mean a prosthetic, but yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Look, I might, I have. We'll start the podcast someday. I have like muscular pain in both my legs often. 
That doesn't mean you should cut them off. I get muscle cramp issues often. I get blood circulation issues. Because you don't drink enough water. I drink shit tons of water. How fucking dare you? Oh my god. I love the H2O. Agua. As Chelsea drinks some right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Cults, Cryptids, and Conspiracies, the podcast where we talk about those three subjects and mysteries, religious miscellaneous, really interesting history that's contextually important. And um, other things. Other other things. Generally spooky things. Generally spooky things. Um, we uh, have, over the years, switched more to doing more current stuff. Because you know what? Fucking shit be happening. Fucking shit be happening. God. And there's the name of the episode, folks. Thank you for turning in. Do not name our episode fucking shit be happening. Our podcast catcher would be very upset at us. Spreaker would not be happy. Why? Because we cussed? Yes. We put explicit. We're at explicit. <sighs> But that doesn't mean the title can have ex- uh, expletives in it. I could probably put asterisks. Oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> I won't. That's fine. You're trying to make it easier for people to search for our podcast, not harder. Speaking of which, this is an your... audio medium. Stop shrugging at me. Speaking of which, please tell your friends about our podcast. But besides that. <sighs> anyway, before we get to the meat of the podcast, we have a segment that we like to call the Bummersville Sometimes. Where we have updates on past topics or updates on topics that we are going to do in the future or just general, you know, news items in the last week or so that are related to cults, cryptids and or conspiracies. And uh, this I, week, I love how we I love how much you pause after saying the bummers will sometimes because you put the klaxon in. Right. But you, that was sarcasm. You don't pause. I there is a pause. There is a pause that you can put the klaxon in. Christina is going to hate this episode. <laughs> we have some really bickery energy lately. Yeah. Which is really funny because like this, you know, this week we've had lots of love. We love each Yee. other a lot. And um, we just think it's funny to do like dumb bickering. We love to bicker. We it's really just do. dumb bickering, though. It's dumb bickering. <laughs> we went out in public with our friends oh to get uh, Mongolian food. What were we even talking about? I don't know, but you were on me for some reason. You were like up I my don't ass. Know. And uh our friend Mary was like, I'd like to die now. Oh, it was the bathtub. I was like, can you clean the bathtub? Yes, yes. What's in the Bummersville sometimes, dear? Okay, well, so today is March 29th, Tuesday. And on Sunday, March 27th, was the Oscars. And shit went down at <laughs> I, the Oscars. It is actually relevant to... I, I mean, it doesn't really have anything to do with any of our topics, but... Oh, you think it doesn't. All right, never mind, I guess. Tell you, me about it. You are not on... You do not monitor the realms of the internet that I do. And thank God. I'm the, glad I'm glad you're the watcher no on the wall. No one should have to. I Maybe I should start my own podcast of just, hey guys, here's some Q updates so that you don't have to go searching for this shit because I've already subjected know, myself to it. I know there are podcasts for just Q shit. Just, oh, I'm sure there I'm are. Sure. There was one that I was going to listen to and I can't remember what it's called now. But anyway, so yeah, there's Q conspiracies related to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Because of course there are. First out the gate, Max Blumenthal, a journalist who has frequently defended Russia and recently claimed the Mariupol theater attack was actually a false flag operation carried out by the Ukraine's Azov Battalion. (sighs) There's a bunch of people, not just Q people, who are like relating the slap incident with the war for some fucking reason. Some people are like, it's a distraction. Like, oh, my God, how are you talking about this and not talking about the war? And it's like, oh, just shut the fuck up, guys. Anyway, Blumenthal tweeted just in time for the flood of Azov atrocity videos with a meme of the Will Smith slap. (sighs) He's basically suggesting 
that Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock as a part of an op to distract from the Azov atrocity videos. But the insanity doesn't stop there. Over on the QAnon channels, where believers already see Hollywood as a cesspit of pedophiles who drink children's blood, the incident was instantly dismissed as a fake to distract the world from the real horrors of their widespread child sex trafficking. They believe all Hollywood actors, except for Jim Caviezel, I can't remember who that is. I know we've talked about him before, are involved in. Distraction, something big is about to drop, one Telegram user wrote in a popular QAnon channel. To back up their claims that it was all set up, commenters pointed out Smith was actually laughing at Rock's joke initially, and Rock appeared to brace for the slap as if he was expecting it. Of course, they also pointed out that Smith had played Muhammad Ali in the past, and if the slap had been real, Rock would not have been left standing. I mean, which is what? just kind of a racist thing. It's this whole yeah. racist perpetuation that, like, the, Judd Apatow tweeted, like, that it's so... Um, like, it's such an atrocity. Like, Smith could have killed Chris Rock. And I'm just like... With a slap. With a slap across the face? Like, I guess if you're really fucking doing leaps and bounds and he, like, trips and hit his head just right after he gets slapped across... Like, guys, no. He slapped him across the face. Like, was it a good idea? Probably not. But was Chris Rock being a fucking dickhead? Yeah, he was being a fucking dickhead. And uh, it's just a lot. Anyway... It wasn't fake. Uh, people did think it was scripted at initially, but then it was very obvious very soon afterwards that it was not. Someone thinks it's staged to boost ratings, which... Uh, I don't know the, if it did. I don't know if it did that. I really don't know if it actually succeeded in boosting ratings is the problem. No, th I don't know how ratings were. It's fucking stupid. But anyway, so yeah, apparently it's a deep state, state conspiracy theory because of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? In cult news, there was an article that went out a few days ago with a an interview from a former cult member of Heaven's Gate who has turned to a recovery counselor and explains how cults refute, recruit Daniel Shaw, former member of Heaven's Gate, offers insight on how tragedies like it occur. So if you can find that article, it's very interesting. Um, there is also a sex cult that I don't think we have talked about on this podcast right now. It's the Sarah Lawrence cult. Lawrence V. Ray was indicted after a New York Magazine story uncovered his cult-like hold over his daughter's college friends and others. I, I don't think we've talked about this. Um, it says one day in 2018, Lawrence V. Ray went looking for a woman he knew, a woman he felt was slipping from his control. A prosecutor said Thursday during an opening statement in Mysterious trial in federal district court in manhattan i'm not gonna get into this but this looks like it's gonna suck ass to cover Ooh, yeah this is gonna mm, this is gonna suck when we do cover it one day okay anyway well we're just, we're just gonna we're just gonna breeze on past that but that's pretty much all i have the only other thing i found is someone there's there was a debate going on a couple weeks ago when uh St. Patrick's Day was about if leprechauns are cryptids, and I'm too tired to get into that debate right now. We'll debate about it at some other point. I mean, uh, when Christina's back. The thing is that we had this discussion lightly when Duncan was on last week, but some things that some people call cryptids are actually like extremely important pieces of historical culture and folklore. I don't think leprechauns are. Well, uh, leprechauns, I think I could be wrong, being that I'm not fucking Irish. But I think leprechauns are um, 
a more of like a derogatory representation in culture and folklore. I, could, I think I, I, there's a that's much more nuanced to this specific more topic. I think they've become derogatory, but I don't think that's how they started. Again, I don't know. It's something we could look into. Yeah, it's like some topics. Uh, if we learn that it's something that's culturally relevant, like the Thunderbird, as an example, Native American culture, we don't want to touch it because like, A, we don't we want to be respectful about it. We don't weren't raised in that culture and we don't want to be rude and try it on a culture that's just for saying that something is a cryptid when it when it really is more than that for other people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if other people who are more, what's the word I'm looking for? knowledgeable and cultures want to come on this show and talk about their knowledge i'm all fucking for that yeah That's i'd love great. to i'd love to talk about uh, to continue with the example native american culture culture and folklore from a religious and miscellaneous spiritual perspective in no way would i ever say like that kind of stuff is cryptids though yeah there is definitely a line between like mythical being and cryptid and we have talked about it a lot but anyway yeah because jesus is a cryptid okay Anyway, <laughs> I mean, there is the conspiracy that Jesus never actually existed, which is something we haven't covered. Which on is something podcast. we have, haven't covered. And I, I think we've had the discussion that he existed, but was just man, which is a conspiracy. Yeah, I believe and he then, existed. And then there's the conversation about like he existed and was a god, which I think is religious miscellaneous and conspiracy as well. Um, yeah. You could do the Jesus didn't exist angle. Uh, that would be interesting for you to cover. Why? I don't have any specific... I mean, I have religious knowledge and background, yeah, but I would that's why. I don't have any more knowledge than you do. Just be... Re, I'd no, be you re definitely have more knowledge than I do about I Jesus, like, period. Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's it for the Bummersville sometimes. So, we're going to get into the meat of the podcast. And uh, before I forget, uh, you know, Chelsea's saying something or, you know, what have you. Um, we're actually streaming on Twitch again. Uh, it's something that we mentioned a few times, usually at the end of the podcast twitch.tv slash three c's team that's twitch.tv slash t-h-r-e-e-s-e-a-s-t-e-a-m uh, i'm streaming stardew valley uh chelsea was playing elden ring i'm also playing elden ring uh, we're playing a lot of games i'm playing uh, it terribly though chelsea's playing it very poorly but in a fun way for her and that's the whole point of playing video games so you can check us on out there um i would highly recommend to follow so you can get a notification whenever we're live because if you want to hear us not talk about the stuff on the podcast and just listen to us talk because you know what? I think I'm funny, maybe. Um, come Sometimes. on down. But yeah, back to what we were talking about. Before we get into the meat of the podcast, trigger warning for sexual abuse and suicide, um, please listen to this word from our sponsors. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. 
thank you to Issa for suggesting this podcast topic. Nice. Even though it, it's kind of a bummer. It's also going to be kind of short um, because this is something that's fairly recently popped up. And so we don't have a whole lot of information on it yet. But I think it could generate some interesting discussion. What, uh, what sector are we getting into? Cults. Here? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a fairly new cult. And there's not a whole lot of information on it yet, but it sounds like it might turn out bad. I mean, what cult? I've really, what cult doesn't? That's fair. Some of them turn out less bad. Some of them kind of fizzle out. Others go out with a bang. Literally. Oh, okay. Anyway, so we, let's go back to 2012 and the Summer Olympics. That was a fun time, right? 2012, Obama was still president. We didn't even think that Trump would be running for president, let alone be able to win the presidency. You're on a political charge right now. You were, uh, yeah. Um, what? Wait. What? Uh, where was the Olympics located? London. I don't. I didn't remember. Yeah, this was in London. Uh, it's the midterm election, not the midterm elections. It's the presidential election. Uh, Romney's running. Romney. I don't know if you remember, but Romney had this whole fucking rant about how London couldn't possibly handle the olympics because he had experience at the olympics when it was in salt lake city it was a weird fucking thing that like a was like take. a news story yeah it was a weird news story around the same time as the olympics but anyway so olympics summer olympics in london uh we had the women's gymnastics dream team they were these amazing young women who just like fucking blew everyone away and one of the women on the team's name is Michaela Maroney, who you may remember as the girl who was when she got her silver medal was on the podium with the like unimpressed look on her face and has since like it has become a meme for like ever. Man, you are pulling knowledge that I don't know if I, I don't have and I don't know if any of our listeners do like I don't know how you remember that, but OK, I feel like other people will remember it. OK, so Michaela Maroney, unfortunately, was also, as it turned out years later, part of the abuse. She suffered abuse under Larry Nassar, who went to jail. Did he kill himself? I don't think he killed himself. I think he's just in jail. Who went to jail? He was sentenced to some like 120 years in jail for sexually abusing just so, so many children, um, including Maroney, starting from the age of 13 up until she was competing in the Olympics in 2012. In her Twitter statement on the matter, she said, it happened in London before my team and I won the gold medal, and it happened before I won my silver. Uh, she said in a Twitter statement before detailing a night in Tokyo where she thought she'd die, Maroney continued to speak out against the former doctor who abused her hundreds of times, labeled him a monster. He would work on me for like an hour and a half, she told NBC News in April of 2018, and just like full abuse and I'd be crying. So she ended up being one of the brave women who testified against him in court. She also in 2013 ended up having a pretty bad fall. I think in the world championships had to get a couple screws in her leg. Never. She says never really fully recovered because of just the strict regiment of the way that gymnastics is. She ended up, officially retiring from gymnastics i believe in 2018 and january of 2019 her father suddenly died while trying to detox from opioid painkillers 
Quote, he went to a hotel randomly one day and was like, I'm going to quit. His best friend took him and he died trying to detox, quit from pain pills, Maroney said, explaining she was completely unaware of his addiction. He could have just gone to a rehab place and done it right. He didn't and he passed away. I'm putting this out there um, to let you know, let you guys know that Michaela Maroney has had a fucking rough go of it. And no matter what, she is a victim of a lot of people in the system. So when I tell you that when she came back to social media in September of 2019 and started trying to become an actually pretty successfully becoming an Instagram influencer, it became a it became apparent that she may have joined a cult. And that cult that cult is called Church of the Master Angels. Jesus. Well they well they always have those kinds of names. Yeah. And I'll touch a little bit more on Maroney. Basically, someone was able to figure it out. She did mention it a couple times. She also, as I checked her Instagram, actually, just to see if maybe she had since left. But as of three weeks ago, she's still wearing this necklace that's from the cult that will talk about the things that they sell. Um, but that's about that's all I really want to say about Maroney herself, because um, a lot of the stories that I found were centered on her. But honestly, I don't really want to center this whole thing on her. She is a victim. She has gone through a lot of shit. She deserves so much help because of what she's been through. Um, the fact that she is still around, like she's an amazing girl. She's an amazing woman. Cause she's 24 now. Like she's still so fucking young. Um, but also, do not go on her Instagram comments, because I did, and it sucks. Anyway, so that's all I'm going to say about her. But I wanted to tell you about her to introduce you to this cult called Church of Master Angels. Thank you, Isa, from the Discord for bringing it to our attention. The Church of Master Angels is actually rel a relatively new cult, and there isn't a whole lot of information on it yet. It actually officially formed in 2017. Like I said, fairly new. There are some records of some kind of uh, ghost of it basically uh, appearing in around 2006, which still in the general scheme of things, as far as cults go, isn't that old. I mean, we've definitely no. talked about cults that are younger. We've talked about Nexium, who I don't think started very long ago either. No. And exploded no. pretty quickly. But in the general scheme of things, a lot of cults that we talk about are usually a lot older. And this one is fairly new in the grand scheme of things. It describes itself as a unitary, non-denominational, faith-based community church that welcomes, quote, all seekers of truth, cosmic awareness, and soul realization, regardless of belief, tradition, creed, or religious affiliation that promotes the selfless worship of God through the teaching of God's masters, angels, and holy saints. Man, there were so many buzzwords in there. Um, there was a lot. My God. So obviously the buzzwords themselves, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, themselves are a pretty major red flag. But to a majority of people who might be seeing something like this, they might think like, oh, it's harmless. You know, it's just something maybe someone needs it to like feel better or it can become a, a kind of placebo effect or something. The problem becomes and how predatory it immediately becomes. So. The necklace that I talked about earlier, which is apparently some kind of prayer necklace, can cost upwards of two thousand dollars. Yeah, completely. and you can also buy 
audio repair prayers, which have no like they it just says you're paying for a prayer to be given to you by the leader of this church, who is Master John Douglas. We'll talk about him later. Unfortunately, because this one is so new and there isn't a whole lot of research yet, I don't have a ton of information on him and the other leaders of the group. But we'll get to what I do know. But anyway, you can pay for him to pray for you for $200. And there are also other things you can buy. You can buy a little coin that you can put under your food so that it purifies your food for like $200. There's like this a. Sa- this sounds very like MLM goop status, and I'll reference goop here. That would be episode 197. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely one of those like predatory monetary things one of the monetary like cults that's trying to get as much money out of you as possible a lot of cults we talk about uh, a lot of times they will have like the power and the monetary function of it are kind of hand in hand but this seems to be like really monetarily focused and one of those reasons i think of that is because if i'm going to talk very briefly about michaela she is one of the most prominent members of the group and they do not talk about her so they because they don't want a whole lot of What's the word I'm looking for? A lot of uh, attention on them, because as soon as there's a lot of attention on them, the grift is going to be up, essentially. Yeah. So it's that fragile. Yeah. Similar to Scientology, the church offers courses, the most advanced being the elite course. Participants pay $10,000 to attend a gathering held at the church headquarters, which is a few miles outside of Boone, North Carolina. It also has a hub in Los Angeles. It's a four-day developmental training that includes preparation and installation of the apparatus for beginning remote scanning ability of master of matter and energies and preparation and installation of the apparatus and angelic assistance. If you haven't already figured it out, this is a, a cult that is very uh, faith healing based. <sighs> yep. I just, I think it's so... You know what really brings to the rise of these kinds of like MLM cross section types of cults is 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 really just capitalism and free market. Yeah, definitely does give an open air to, oh well, it's okay because I'm I'm a business, and then add the flip side of that, oh well, it's also okay because I'm a religion, so you can't tax me. It's like we've talked about that perfect sector where it's like a lot of these types of uh, cults flourish because they have zero accountability, zero taxation. And all the power. It's funny because actually I thought you were going in a different way. Like that's very true. But I thought you were going in a different way of that, which is what I wanted to talk about, which is the reason these cults can flourish here in the United States, especially is because things like healthcare are bullshit and super expensive. So a lot of people will try and go to alternative medicines to try and like figure figure out a way out of their situation to heal them with a holistic method when it's like there is truth in the concept of like a more. Uh, natural way to to become better in a sense but like fuck talk to your fucking doctor about it like i don't know yeah yeah i will say so john douglas by the way not his real name is from australia which when i started researching this i thought was kind of odd only because i had literally just watched the documentary on hillsong and they are also based in Australia. So I would like to just ask some Australians out there. Hey, what the fuck? What have you brought to our shores? What is going on? Why Why are your like culty leaders coming over to the US? I do know. Okay, we'll talk about Hillsong eventually. But I do know the reason they came to the US is because their leader over in Australia was convicted of uh, pedophilia. Speaking of uh, conspiracies. Yeah. 
I mean, we'll go into Hillsong. Hillsong is going to be a whole fucking thing, and it might have to be a two-parter. We'll get to that later. But anyway, so John Douglas, who is from Australia, and also it's not his real name, uh, there isn't a whole lot of details about him, but he claims to have had a clairvoyant awakening at nine years old that enabled him to be able to see the frequencies of thoughts, emotions, desires, weaknesses, beliefs, and karmic governess. That's always how it is. Whatever it's, the fuck that means. It's always with a lot of these where it's like, at a young age, I was given the gift and no one else was, so you have to listen to me. When it's like, where's the fucking proof? Yeah. To me, where's the proof anyway? Well, he says it's allowed him to analyze and discover and experiment and find the real causes of disease in the body. And a handful of books have been dedicated to his, quote, angelic reformation healings. And people claim he's cured them of Morgellons and Lyme disease, anxiety, and even cancer. There is also someone who who claimed that they cure, that he cured them of HIV. Yeah. Along with Master John. There is another figure in the church that is, I actually think he's a lot more sinister, like from what I've read, and I could be wrong. Again, not a whole lot of information about this cult as of right now. I'm sure there will be more in the future. But there is a guy named Dr. Christopher Hartnett, who is the chairman of CMA International Foundation. Uh, And he was contacted by the Daily Beast for an interview. And I just I just want to give you some like this whole section of this interview, because how combative he is to the journalist is just really telling as to what kind of organization this definitely is. Okay. Okay. During a 10 minute tirade, he said raising questions about CMA was quote, imposing on a church and claimed an article could ruin members lives, pushing for the story to be dropped. We protect our people. He said the church has not done one negative thing to anybody. Is there any person in the church complaining? It's people outside the church. We help people. We pray for people. Hartnett said at another point in the conversation, nobody heals anybody except for God. The angels heal. We pray for people. That's all. Show me one person that says they were prayed on and it wasn't healed. Well, then they didn't deserve to be healed by God, but I can't even find one. Most of them get healed. So it (laughs) will. Oh, it goes on. I'm just thinking about how it's just like, if anyone says that we're wrong, it's because they're the ones who don't understand and are wrong and have left the church. Anyone who's inside the church, nothing bad happens. Yeah, they basically say if you have not been healed by them, that means that it's your fault. Just You're a, doing something wrong. A setup for zero accountability. Oh, Absolutely. Hartnett was adamant that CMA is free and that nobody has to come here and pay money. When it was pointed out that the elite course cost $10,000, Hartnett described it as a donation saying it's nobody else's business. So I looked into this. I'm like, okay, how much of this is actually a donation? Like, is this actually something that's like suggested you pay? And what it is, is $500 is what you pay for the course itself, according to the church. And then the $9,500 extra is a, quote, suggested donation. I'm wondering how suggested it is. That all goes to Hartnett's business. Which is unrelated to the church? It is is called, what is it, CMA International Foundation. So it is technically related to the church. But it's all controlled by this man. Like, there is no accountability for where this money is going. Yeah, why would there be? Yeah. Because it's it's going to him. It's set up specifically so he can have that that cash flow. Him and John. (sighs) So 
elite courses are for people who have been healed. They don't have to take the elite course. It's a free choice. It's a donation that goes to help perpetuate this around the world. They do it because they want to help the cause. There's nothing wrong about paying money to come to something that the money is going to be used to perpetuate goodness. Why is that bad? Hartnett became defensive when asked about the pendant Moroni wears, saying that necklace, just so you know, is a Metatron and Metatron is the angel that protected Christ while he was on Earth. So now you're going to talk about it. Jeez, talk about devils. I've never I've never heard of Metatron, but okay. What? Yes, you have. Metatron is the voice of God. I think you mean the angel Michael. Nope. Metatron. What? That's I, I, I know that from dogma. Okay, hold on. Hold on. That's who Alan Rickman played. I mean, feel free to keep talking, but I'm going to I'm okay. curious because I've never fucking Metatron. Cool. Yeah. Okay. At one point, Hartnett raised his voice and asked, do you consider yourself a woman? Do you consider yourself a good woman? So and I just have to tell you, so even though the church does not publicly recognize what could be argued as their most publicly prominent member, um, the only other member linked to the church None of you are going to see this coming. The only other notable member linked to the church is the inventor of the sex toy fleshlight. Okay. I'm just going to let that breathe for a moment. So as a supporter or like... Oh, he's in the church. Okay. I looked at... The reason I know nothing about Metatron is because uh, that angel is specifically referenced in the Kabbalah and in the Jewish Apocrypha, which I would have learned nothing about. It's still part of your book. No, it's not. Isn't it part not. of the Old Testament? Isn't part uh, like part of the Old Testament? Is no, that, still, okay. That was those are point parts that were taken out because the they were part of Jewish teachings. That's dumb. Anyway, okay. So I mean, I agree, but you know. Anyway, the uh, inventor of the fuslight, Steve Shubin. I have, I thought you were going to say Steve Buscemi. I was no. going to be like, what? <laughs> a man of many talents. Um. <laughs> So a former employee posted of Schubert's company on Glassdoor, writing that while a perk of working there was getting an amazing discount on fantastic products, the main con was that Schubert was allegedly part of the cult, and Schubert's wife confirmed to the Daily Beast that they are members of CMA, but denied that it was a cult. Of course they were. Yeah. yeah. Hartnett maintained the church doesn't like to promote itself and likes to be private. In fact, a section of the website that is dedicated to those who have graduated from its elite training course must have a password to access it. Okay. Elite training course is, is a phrase that gets me there. Yeah. It's like, so you need a training course in order to be able to heal others, to be able to heal. OK, OK, that's what I was curious. I was like, that's what why? it sounds like. That is what it sounds like, which is sus. <laughs> sus. So the website and social media pages for CMA, they regularly include photos of members and with the majority of the posts being informational messages about services and quotes from jo- Master John Douglas. The only way to spot members is on its YouTube channel, which includes a dozen testimonial videos from followers who claim to have been healed from various pains, conditions, and diseases after meeting with Douglas. Member Alan McEwen claimed that Douglas had cured him of HIV after the leader went into my body with his godly vision and Ugh. he saw things about HIV that modern medicine didn't know. And so he did share that with modern medicine, so modern so medicine So with that fix vision it. and his ability to kill viruses, he was able to go into my body and kill the HIV virus and everything that was associated with it and completely cleanse my body from HIV, McEwen claimed. From that day forward, I stopped taking the meds. It's been over three years now and I have a perfect bill of health. That makes me that that makes a question if they had it to begin with. It also makes me question. It's like, do you have a perfect bill of health? Yeah. Another member, Jan Casebolt, said she was diagnosed with cardiac 
uh, sarcoidosis, a rare cardiovascular disease where white blood cells form in the heart tissue, which left her reliant on a wheelchair. Describing her constant pain, she said she decided to meet with Douglas before a scheduled surgery. He closed his eyes and, you know, really homes in on me. By the way, she says homes, not hones, which is weird. Well, home is like homing. Is it? Okay. I always thought it was H-O-N-E. I mean, that's a different word. Okay. Yeah. Within a matter of moments, he says, "Ah, I see what the problem is. There's two bacteria hiding in your white blood cells and they are causing your illness. And he just performed a blessing over me. And within two minutes, I felt the pain leaving me. But while CMA prides itself on healing through prayer and sells products that are supposed to help cure members from various ailments, the website is plastered with medical disclaimers that the church's products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. But they say that that's that's an oxymoron because that's what they say they'll be able to do. Yeah, but they have to put that disclaimer there for legal purposes. If it works, why are you escaping from the legal system? Yeah. If it's an actual truthful, like... If it functions that way, then why are you trying to hide from the legal system? Yeah. So Stephen Hassan, Dr. Stephen Hassan, who is a leading cult expert, and he is a former Sun Moon follower. So we talked about the Moonies. We talked about Stephen Hassan, I think, in that episode. We may have. Yeah, actually, that name sounds really familiar. I'll reference the Moonies here, but we've talked about him before. Yeah. That would be episode 167. He says that the CMA has all the warning signs of an emerging cult. The director of the Freedom of Mind Resource Center said he hadn't come across CMA before, which he found odd considering Douglas's spectacular claims of healing. He makes these extraordinary claims and alarm bells go off, Hassan said. He's a renowned theologian. By whom? He's a noted practitioner of angelic reformation. What is that? Upon listening to some of CMA's free workshop videos, he said Douglas talks in an authoritative, hypnotic manner, making assumptions and claims that are very alarming to me, but are very representative of authoritarian cult leaders. Yeah, very matter of fact, without reproach. So, yeah, very sus. Anyway, there is one website called descentfromheavenlymountain.is, and Heavenly Mountain is apparently the name of their, like, compound, for lack of a better word, in North Carolina, where at least... um, Hartnett lives. I know that because I, I, after some sleuthing, because turns out his name is, is not that, what's the word I'm looking for? That like unusual. His name is Dr. For Chris Hartnett. And that's not like, it's not an uncommon name. Yeah. So it took a while to find him and not the like five other people that I can find on Google that share his name. But I found him. Uh, I found a biography about him on what is this website called? DN Journal the domain industry news magazine, because apparently he made billions of dollars from buying domains or like selling domains. He became, he might, it's this thing on him. This whole uh, story on him says he might be the first domain billionaire. It's weird when you talk about like riches and stuff like that. And it's like, who has the most money or who has lots of money? That's not a, 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 sector of life i expected somebody to get rich from yeah it's fucking weird to be fair he was born into wealth he insists that he did not get any money from his father because his father was like oh i'll pay for your school which i'm like that's a lot of money i'll pay for your schooling but i'm not going to give you any money because you have to learn you have to learn the value of a dollar um but at well, the same time they don't pay for the schooling yeah but then at the same time 
Chris will talk about his upbringing, talking about how like, oh, I had to work for everything on my own. But at the same time, it's like if he asked if he needed something to start a business, he talks about how he wanted to start like a jeweler's business or something. His father wouldn't give him money, but his father did give him the names of people who would be willing to loan him the money to start to, his business. To invest. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, you how a- do you not see the privilege in that because you have access to someone who's giving you access most people don't have access when people think of oh i have privilege or when most people say i don't have privilege they're like oh i didn't have money from an emerald mine it's like you could also have privilege if it's just like i'll i'll talk to i'll let you talk to bob because bob knows all these people exactly he went on to do a lot of businesses he was on the wall street journal cover seven times and was featured in cover stories published by eight different magazines. In 1996, he received the Entrepreneur of the Year Award sponsored by Ernst & Young, USA Today, and NASDAQ Stock Exchange. He got invited to the ultra-exclusive World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, when he rubbed, where he rubbed elbows with 42 billionaires from around the globe. He also got to know Microsoft founder Bill Gates and Hartnett's company was chosen to be the first telecommunications company to link directly with Windows NT. So on top of the domain stuff, on top of the... like. The the place that he got a majority of his uh, start was this telecommunications company, um, USA Global Link, which I think got bought out by WorldCom. I I sort of brushed over his bio his bio on this website because holy fuck it's long and I just did not give a shit. <laughs> I mean, we already can kind of get the grand picture here. Yeah. Where it starts to kind of connect into what he's doing now, which is working for this fucking faith-based organization, quote unquote, is in 2001, he actually had to go to the hospital. He ended up over a period of 13 years being hospitalized 27 times. And in 2001, he they thought he had reached the end of the line when his weight dropped below 100 pounds his family friends doctors and advisors intervened and told him his health was now the only thing that mattered and he was given two choices sell his company or die so he sold sell his company or die doesn't sound like there's two choices that sounds like there's only one choice well yeah so he ends up selling his telecommunications company that's how he ends up eventually going into the domain business but he apparently was very sick. He had been hospitalized quite a bit. He had a lot of illnesses. He now says that part of the reason he's feeling better is because of this church, of course. So that's where this guy then ends up coming with the church. So that's who Chris, who Dr. Chris Hartnett is. I don't know. I still don't know where the fuck the doctorate came from. I was from. about to say, how did he become a doctor? Then? I, I don't fucking know. But that's where Dr. Chris Hartnett comes from. That's how we have basically where a majority of the funding for this cult comes from, aside from obviously where now a whole bunch of people are paying 10,000 fucking dollars to be in these elite training courses. And we can't. That's the thing that bothers me is you can't even tell, like, who has taken the course because of the password protection on the website, (laughs) which I'm sure you can't get a password for it unless you've taken the course. Right. Yeah. Unless you've gotten. So you have no idea how many people have taken the course. Anyway, there's a lot that's like real shady and kind of differently shady about this cult compared to other ones that we've talked about in the past. It gives a sense of exclusivity. Yeah, it gives a sense of exclusivity. And like I said, there's like a there's a sense of we know as soon as this becomes mainstream, we're fucked. 
Whereas things like Scientology want to be mainstream because they want more people to come in. They know they have to stay on the outskirts or else if more people scrutinize them, they're going to get shut down. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so normally I do not use Reddit as a source. Uh, a lot of times I'll go to Reddit as like, you know, a place where people will maybe aggregate links for things for cults, cryptids, conspiracies, things like that. This was a little bit different. So there is a cult subreddit and someone wanted to was searching for info on Church of Master Angels or John Douglas. This is about uh, two years ago. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe there will be more information here because obviously I don't have a whole lot. And instead of getting links, what I actually got was there's a whole bunch of people on this post defending the Church of Master Angels. And it was Ooh. fucking wild. Okay. So, like, the top comment is from someone saying, like, they pay $10,000 every time to go to meet up, m- go to meetups. Why would you do that? Well, and it's not every time, to be fair. It is just for this elite master course, which is still fucked up. But there's a bunch of people that then attacked this person who was the top comment. Um, this guy was everywhere in the comments. He says, you have no idea what you're talking about. No one pays anything to go to free teleseminars. And when they attend paid events, they make a donation, usually between $75 and $250. And over half the room is on scholarship. That means if they can't afford to donate, someone donates for them. It is amazing how there's so many experts here because they have a forum and in reality, uh, reality, they have no idea what they're talking about. It's a non-denominational church and it's not a cult and no one pays $10,000 to attend a meetup, as you say. How do I know? I'm the senior pastor of the church. I'm a volunteer and the entire church is run by volunteers. It is so hurtful when you state things that are not accurate and you mislead people on this forum or any forum. This person then responds, that's a lie. I know seven people who go and that's what all of them have been forced to pay your stupid ass cult. No, dude, totally misinformed. But hey, you are obviously the smart one here, so you win. We all will join the Church of Yeatonski, which is this guy's fucking username. Damn. I care about people too much to start a church that just sucks money out of people's pockets. His church is a joke. First of all, he doesn't have a church. It is the get. I he is the guest pastor. So if you have a beef, it should still be with our church council and not him. He doesn't touch the money we do. You say you care about, which also is weird because at first he was saying it's not a church, it's non-denominational, and he's a volunteer. It's like this guy is contradicting himself in his own replies. Um, you say you care about people. That's great. Finally, something out of you that makes you a respectable human. Now you have my attention. Calling me a clown and pussy and private messaging gets us nowhere. You caring about people is a good thing. Since I handle all the money, not John, let's talk about that. You might ask, where does the money go? That is a good and legitimate question. If you care to have a civil discussion about that, I'm your huckleberry. This goes on there's such and a, there's on. There's an argument between members technically it's an argument on reddit this guy is all over the place there's also someone else i cannot verify if it's like the same guy posting under alternate usernames obviously mm-hmm. but there's other people being like no it's totally legit like i went to pat i went to master john and i've been healed of like the the metals that were in my system and someone's like hey do you have like uh, proof that that happened and he's like well I don't want to post any of that because that would be in my medical history and I don't feel comfortable posting that in this forum and it's like okay well do you have any proof that anything's been healed it's insane there hang on how many comments are on this reddit, reddit post um 100 there's 100 comments and I would say at least half of them are people arguing saying like no it's not a cult it's totally fine it's totally legit like 
we're definitely not in a cult. And someone points out, yeah, saying you're not in a cult is definitely like the first thing people who are in a cult say. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, I it's just fucking wild. I will get into more of that Reddit thread. And also, who the fuck is Dr. or Master John anyway after a Patreon break? So the Patreon. Mm-hmm. You got some heat going on with today's episode, I, I got to say. His episode. When do I not? I just like with cults, I feel like sometimes there's more like cloak and dagger and mirrors and smoke with this is just like. They're just, it's just, it feels more like an MLM than it does even a cult. It does. And the thing is, like I said, this is not going to be a super long podcast because we don't have a whole lot of information about this cult yet. yet. It's fairly new and a lot of it's still very secretive. And it could pop and become nothing or it could become, or it could pop and become like terrible. It could become the next most, yeah, anyway. Well, and the only reason we know anything about it is because of Michaela Roney being in it. So I kind of get why they're still playing down her involvement. Because clearly they know that the grift is up as soon as more people understand what's going on. Uh, anyway, um, Patreon. Chelsea, I remember hearing you yesterday mm. have the exact say the exact phrase. I think I need to improv more often. No. No, no, no. Do not. Do not. I did not say that. I said I'm bad at it. I was talking to my friends. How dare you? I was having a happy hour with my coworkers and we were talking about stuff and you heard one side of that conversation. I, I only heard one side of that conversation. And um, and I was joking about how terrible I am at improv. And there's only one way to fix that. No. <laughs> It's only one way. I'm ter- Look, people have their strengths and weaknesses, and my weakness is improv. If I know anything, just because you're God weak at something. God had to nerf me somehow. If, if I know anything, just because you have one weakness, doesn't mean you stop doing it. Yes, it does, especially if you don't enjoy it. <laughs> the lack of support I'm getting here. Christina, Christina, if you're listening, I know you're on my side, and I appreciate you um, as my fellow improv actor here. Um, I need, uh, I need, I need a subject. I, I'm so tired. I get up, I get up so early. I believe in you. I'm tired. I got, I, I really have nothing. I just, uh, so, uh, I have lack of sleep similar to last week. Um, so I'm just going to do something more simple and I appreciate you all because I'm um, way of our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash cults, cryptids, conspiracies, which totally isn't a cult, uh, quite obviously. It's definitely not. It's definitely not a cult. And from there, you can get access to our tears, which in no way heal you and whatsoever. Uh, they may bring joy to your life, um, but there is absolutely no healing magic whatsoever. Um, not one, not a bit. Um, we have a couple of tiers that you should definitely donate to so that we can have access to some of the wonderful perks and feats of non-healing <clears throat> magic. Um, like the $2 tier. The $2 tier that gets you access to our crypt cord on Discord, which gets you access to over 100 people. A few people joined this week. Thank you very much to uh, you. Hey, sup? How's it going? Um, you get talked about like pet picks and topics, and we talk about video games and current events because shit, when do we not talk about current events like this cult that's probably going to pop out of nowhere? And you know, if you join the crypt cord, perhaps you'll get magical powers that heal other people, or you won't. It's hard to say. You'll have to, you'll have to join to find out. Because we have, it's a very secretive Discord. We only have access if you pay for the $2 tier. There's no way to know. And no one in the Discord is going to tell you that secret knowledge of the dark magic we do unless you join. So I'll see you there. 
Or perhaps you could do the $5 tier. From there, you can get the bits, the uh, cast cutoff side parts of the podcast that get culminated and slapped together so that we can get more of a feel for what the uh, us podcast hosts get into on the side. Um, or maybe there are rituals of dark magic. Maybe what we're doing is I'm cutting out evidence of the dark magic we use to heal the sick and lead the blind. Perhaps... Actually, it's more to cover ourselves, that way not much of the public knows of our true power. Yeah. No, it's definitely not that. But also we have the $10 tier, which is our uh, parlor of the paranormal, which is, I think, Chelsea's favorite part. Don't Chelsea, don't you love reading those terrible, trashy romance novels? Why do our listeners love our pain? Uh, right now, we are currently reading a book about, I think it's lesbian werewolves. Uh, shout out to Celeste, my best friend in the universe. You suck. And uh, if you get access to our $10 tier, you get access to listening to that book early ahead of time before it releases for the public on Patreon. And where you get to listen to us suffer and talk about terrible sex scenes, uh, the lack of communication in relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even have a bit for this. It's just like, they're, they're terrible books. Sometimes there's good books, and I'll say it again. If someone wants to pay us to read the next Twilight books when they come out, I would love that. And if you'd like to know how, you could become our librarian for $25. You could pay $10,000, I mean $25, so that you, you could, could pay us be- $10,000. <laughs> you could pay us $10,000, I guess, uh, to get access to become the librarian, where you get to choose the book that actually makes us read and uh makes all three of us read it like right now again we're reading something about werewolves thanks celeste you uh suck (laughs) and from there you have uh, power over us in a sense to uh force us to again suffer with a certain type of subject you could make us suffer with a good book no they won't i know you won't though i know you won't think of it this way think of it this way if you go to patreon.com slash cult cryptids conspiracies you'll find more joy healing power and spiritual fulfillment than spending ten thousand dollars for some stupid fucking healing seminar i think we can uh yeah i think we can guarantee that i think i can guarantee you 100 percent. no disclaimers needed that if you go to the patreon and do that you'll actually find more fulfillment than even spending 250 dollars on some stupid website to get some learning healing course fuck uh necklaces with magical prayers fuck audio tapes like, just listen to us and your troubles will go away. And you know what? You don't even have to if you don't want to. No pressure. But $2 helps. Anyway, patreon.com slash cults, cryptids, conspiracies. And like I was saying earlier, we're streaming again, which is really fun. You also in no way have to subscribe to that. But if you just want to watch us suck at video games, twitch.tv slash 3C's team. Thank you for that Patreon break, Mal. Yeah, you have you have quite the topic. I'm I'm hooked. I'm I'm ro- I'm roped in. Like I know that you don't have like an end for it yeah, because you know, like you said, it's so new. But I want an end. So, speaking of how how new it is, that blog that I was telling you about earlier, Descent from Heavenly Mountain, on December twenty second of twenty twenty one, so literally like last December, posted Master John Douglas is surgeon uh Mergenovic. so it took this guy a couple years but he figured out who this motherfucker really is so he says master john douglas's real name is surgeon Marjanovic. uh he's the man who hides from scrutiny 
while shamelessly scamming and exploiting thousands of Americans through his Church of the Master Angels, acquiring millions of dollars and channeling it to Australia for his enrichment. It is immensely satisfying to finally put this information out there. I had a law. I had long had a hunch that John Douglas was an alias. I expected most people have an inkling as it sounds made up. Multiple sources eventually told me his real name, but I didn't possess proof independently until later. I held off publishing, but now is the time. Before I set out the discovery, where it leads, and provide documented proof, it's a very long post, but it all ties together in the end. And he was not fucking joking. This thing is huge. So, first off, the name is not to be confused with a Serbian musician, a physicist at the University of Bel... Belgrade and a creative director in Louisiana or various others going by similar names. Um, So let's recap the master John Douglas facts claims. He had a clairvoyant activation when he was nine years old, allowing him to see the entire spiritual realm and bioelectric fields around the body later acquiring further superpowers like remote sensing to detect frequency of molecules inside people, diagnosing the true cause of health conditions and curing them via angelic beings. Angelic beings. I just, I just love the like, Oh, I can see inside of your cells, but also angels. Angels is a Charlton who operated largely without public criticism before this blog. So this guy, again, this guy descent from the heavenly mountain dot is, Uh, He is like where a majority of this information is coming from. Sells $250 blessings, meditation CDs, and other junk tools advertised to repair this listener's karma, conduct remote healing, and protect believers from negative energies. One of the funniest things that I saw when I was looking at like what this, what this guy sells on his website is one of the, it's like a 66 minute CD that's supposed to have healing energies. And it includes like, Two 15-minute silences and one 22-minute silence. Okay. So it's mostly silence. All right. All right. Uh, Controls his cult of the Church of the Master Angels, which has sent millions of dollars to unspecified beneficiaries in East Asia and the Pacific, Australia, Brunei, Burma, Cambodia, via Global South Foundation. Waves his arms around, pretending he's directing angels in front of audiences brainwashed into accepting what he says and does is true. Protected and enabled by narcissist Christopher Hartnett, chairman of CMA, who privately tells other CMA higher-ups the natural order is to become a multi-billion dollar enterprise. So that is something that has been secretly recorded, as Christopher Hartnett saying, is basically like what we kind of already assumed is that the whole thing is just trying to get as much money from people as possible. It has nothing to do with religious anything. doesn't sound like it. Has a legion of believers led to believe using his products for years balances their karma and thereby somehow cures their ills with a particular fixation on the digestive tract, which is actually fairly common. You mean amongst cults or? Well, it's amongst a lot of the health cults that we've we've talked about recently and especially these fads well, i don't know if fads the right word but the, the the mlms that focus on things like health it's like oh well your digestive tract and also i've heard like karma a lot you know like uh key rebalancing and stuff like that yeah but remember when we talked about um the fucking jilly juice lady i will that- link that episode here that would be episode 171 yeah that was another whole thing about it's your digestive tract yeah yeah, it's just, I, I don't know why. I think it's like a, 
I think health fads tend to go through cycles and the current cycle is like everything to do with your gut. The thing is that like, I'm not shaming and we're, we've never shamed anyone for trying to seek an option that betters our life. But we, as I have, as have always in this podcast have advocated for you as a listener to do some diligent research just based on my experience from this podcast. And I'm sure Christina and Chelsea feel the same. It's not that hard to just look a little deeper and be like, what the fuck is this? I hang on as a woman who has to navigate the medical field because of my various ailments. I will say it is sometimes really hard. No, it is really hard. And I'm not saying it's not, but what I am saying is for my experience, watching you as a woman, there's many times where you're like, no, this is fucked. The evidence is obvious. This is what's going on. Okay. And you've been told, no, it's not. I think more accurately, something that our listeners can more easily look out for is anything where someone tries to tell you like this is going to help you in whatever way. This is the golden ticket. You can research that easily with Google as to whether or not it will actually be helpful. Yeah. If someone's offering you a say of all be all end all golden ticket for something, the magic bullet, it's there's. No, sadly. And I will say as much as I have personally had issues with doctors not believing me when I am sick, it is still a fact that um, you should ask your doctor about anything before you try it. Yeah. Yeah. On on dietary, holistic, uh, herbal, natural, just be like, not strictly. If you're just like, oh, all the evidence points to good. Also ask, does it have negative impact? You know? Even if everything will have, there is side effects to everything. Yeah. Anyone that says, oh, there aren't any side effects. That's a fucking lie. And you need to not take whatever that thing is because they're lying to you. But anyway, that's beside the point. Also, another fact teaches a $10,000 elite development course at CMA's annual September gathering of acolytes and recruits in Heavenly Mountain, North Carolina, Believers are told they will learn proof of God and acquire the same powers that allows MJD to know the true nature and matter of COVID-19. Sure. Because, of course, this is a fairly recent cult, so COVID's going to gonna kind of go keyword. in there. Yeah. Supposedly dedicates his time to answering followers' prayer requests and meditating to advance his spiritual connection to the master angels. MJD's followers are under the impression his personal life in Australia is a simple, humble, thrifty, celibate, and spiritual... But as I will show for the first time, this couldn't be farther from the truth. So this guy, it's long. What this guy found is a lot. And I and I was hesitant until I like went through this entry on whether or not I was going to talk about what this guy says is his real name. But this guy comes with the fucking receipts. So the key that he found to actually determine like what his real name was is the Watuga county registrar of deeds the official deposit of deeds deeds of trust cancellations powers of attorney plats and other miscellany documents related to real property for the county heavenly mountain is in this database is free and public to any interested party so he says i searched for christopher hartnett and found documents stretching back to the 1990s analyzing them all would have needed a dedicated post by a specialist here i'm interested in only one a trust certification for spiritual repair headquarters irrevocable trust dated 17th of february 2016 which is document number 644785 so in pages two and three it has the name uh, signed for the deed 
Surgeon Mardrovic, a.k.a. John Douglas. And that's how this guy was able to confirm that Surgeon uh, Marjanovic is John Douglas's real name. Because since this was a legal document, he had to also list any other aliases he had gone by. Ah, uh, can't hide from that shit. Yep. Ugh. So there it is. Finally, absolute proof of my long held suspicion that Master John Douglas is merely an alias, a closely guarded secret unknown to most everyone that knows him. Even CMA higher ups are likely unaware of his real name, obeying in ignorance the persona he's claimed since 2006 to be a world renowned healer called John Douglas. It is my hope they all read this post carefully and rationally. Dude, I get where you're coming from, but that's probably not going to happen. Anyway, but it is important for the rest of us to understand what's going on so that we can try and prevent anyone we know from falling for some kind of fucking cult. That's the real thing here. So John, he goes on, John Douglas is a sham. He says, I couldn't believe what I had unexpectedly found. The big secret explicitly declared in a certified legal document in black and white, even signed by himself. Was this an oversight by Berjanovic and the Hartnets back in 2016? Did they not realize this is a public document? And remember, the document is freely available to anyone who knows where to look. It is not leaked private or internal. So it's literally a copy of a document that you can find on a public website. But it's not like something is going to be a lot like a lot of people are going to be looking for this. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that are public that kind of go they, they go unheard of just because like, do you understand how many documents the government has that are public? It is so much there is actually a term, and I can't remember exactly what the term is, but there is actually a term for being able to release so many public documents all at once that it's overwhelming and you're able to hide certain things in the fact that everything became public all at once. And I think part of that conspiracy actually ties to the Panama Papers even, because I know those, there's so much information there, not all of them have been able to go, uh, have been gone through. So it's stuff like that. One document also conclusively proves that CMA and Hartnett were lying through their teeth every time they said that Master John Douglas was merely a guest speaker. Again, if you'll remember, that is something someone that that guy was saying in the replies in the Reddit post itself or that CMA and Global South Foundation were independent of any individual, as I have provided evidence of before. Of course, I already knew Hartnett was a serial liar from CMA testimonials and podcasts. Both he and Marjanovic seem to be pathological liars. This is a legally binding document filed with the Watuga County and is irrefutable evidence Christopher Hartnett, his wife Linda Hartnett, and Surgeon Marjanovic have been joined at the hip. So they had been claiming for years that their two entities are completely separate from each other. Obviously, that is not true. And then this guy actually has a picture of the three of them. <sighs> so there is a lot. There is. I can, I can tell by the deep breath you just did. There is so much information. This guy is really, really thorough in being able to lay out all this information, being able to um, like have it so that if you try to refute it, like it's really hard to refute and the thing is, there isn't like anything that I've found since this dropped in December relating to this cult. Again, I did go on Michaela's Instagram to see if maybe since something like this dropped, if maybe there was an announcement, there was like a separation of anyone from the church itself. But if you go on her Instagram, she's still wearing that necklace and she actually has not mentioned John at all in any of the posts that I saw for like the last year. Yeah, and there, 
I don't think like their YouTube is up anymore. If it is, there have been videos that have been taken down because I went to a lot of articles that were trying to link to their videos. And the links don't work anymore. Then the link is broken. It sounds like an attempt to pull back. It, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to pull back so that the grift doesn't, you know, get up. And therefore, maybe they can come back and start getting more money eventually. And they might. Here's the thing that I'm worried about is they might rebrand. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. They might easily see that. So it's really important to note that this guy has already gone by the name John Douglas and apparently started going by John Douglas in about 2006. But there appears to be no evidence of any of the name from before then. There appears to be no prior history of Master John Douglas from before 2006. So why the fake name? Because it hides his real identity as a friendlier, familiar name, easier to digest. It is protection from the eyes of the law and anyone delving into his past. The contemptible nature of his business makes an alias preferable. The bold-faced lies of his new persona, John Douglas, could never belong to a real-world human with family, acquaintances, and history and not be exposed. Uh, I have not spoken to any associates of Sergei Mijanovic for this post. It's a sign how much can be found without insider knowledge. I would like to see anyone who has ever personally known him to speak up in your own time. Tell your stories to the world however you're comfortable. And now that they are exposed forever as charlatans, he may pop up with another alias spouting Sh- the same... Charlatans. Charlatans. I'm sorry. Spouting the same guff or hawking a new useless invention. Like a career criminal with a string of AKAs. I don't know what that means. Oh, AKs, like AKA this name and that name. Okay. Oh, I'm like, okay. what the fuck are you talking? Okay. There are definite signs he's trying to wipe the internet of his image and even the name Master John Douglas. Uh, Googling Surgeon Marjanovic currently shows about 16 to 22 results and none are related to a nine-year-old who had clairvoyant activation. There are no mentions of angels healing or anything of the sort. Confirming his origin story is bogus and an effort to never publicly associate the name with Master John Douglas. The trust document being the only exception. Only around four of those 22 are the Marjanovic of interest, ignoring duplicates and no images of him show up. So he really tried to scrub the Internet clean of his actual name. Yeah, just especially with the second segment of the podcast is really just feel more like like the backtracking, the cover up, the like hidden stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, I'm not excited. I'm never excited for a cult, but like, I want to see this get blown out. Yeah. So there is, uh, when you look up his name, there is a Google hit for his name in the Australian government's business registrar, which turns up a sole trader operating in the Bellevue Hill in Sydney. His Australian business number is four, four, nine, five, nine, one, four, nine, eight, five. If you want to look it up yourself, I haven't found, and there's something in reference to Keyshine. I haven't found what Keyshine was. Few details are, few other details are provided. Could this be our surgeon of the trust certification? It seems possible. And at least it shows someone goes by that name in Australia. Because again, he says he's from Australia. I assume people hear him talk all the time and he has an Australian accent. I could not tell you if someone's accent was fake or not. I'm really, because I can't do accents. So I'm really bad at being able to determine that. To see what else this database could tell me, I searched for anything potentially connected to Sir Jan. And MJD's pre-CMA Enterprise Spirit Repair showed up something that got my attention. Spirit Repair Australia Party Limited. Clicking through gives, it says, 
Spirit Repair Australia is the previous name for some business called Consolidated Assembly Foundation, which sounds like a manufacturing company. ABR gives no details of the company directors or other owners, and this looked to be going nowhere. But the Australian Securities and Investments Commission link gives a new registry page that offers documents for purchase. So you can buy documents about whatever this company was. But it turned out there was no need to make a purchase, as tempted as I was. A Google search for the mysterious company possibly connected to Surjan, or possibly not, leads to a page on Don and Brad, Dunn and Bradstreet Business Directory called Religious Organizations Companies in Bondi, New South Wales, Australia. Clicking through to DNB's page for Consolidated Assembly Foundation showed more details than the ABR had, where it lists Serjan Marjanovic under a key principle for the Consolidated Assembly Foundation Party Limited, which is a lot of stuff in Sydney. Um, so it's a lot of stuff in Australia run by someone with the same name. So it's just there's a lot of information that, again, it's like, really hard to go through and it's a lot and basically this is kind of where we're at now this is where we're at for this cult this is where we're at for this guy whose real name what is it again Serjan Mar Marjanovic which I'm probably saying incorrectly but I don't know how else to say it and of course I don't have any I don't have any like audio of anyone saying the name uh but yeah that is Part one, I guess, of Master John Douglas, a.k.a. Surjan Marjanovic, and the uh, the angels. All right. Well, hopefully we'll get back to this and be like... Uh, I, I would actually like to say I hope we don't get back to it. I hope this just disappears off the face of the earth. And you we never it, have to do a part two. You hope it just fizzles? I do. I want accountability. I want okay. justice at all times. I, I want... Yeah. I'm afraid that being able to get justice or accountability means that it's going to uh, blow up more. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope Michaela gets any kind of help that she needs. She's clearly a victim of several people uh, and deserves all the help that she can get. Uh, and I hope people who are this predatory um, fuck off and die. Well, you hear it, heard it here from Chelsea. I wish death. Uh, we, do, we do wish for death and bloodshed here. But anyway, What's the uh, the, it, it's us. Do some research. Um, there's never a golden ticket. And if someone's saying, oh, I'll give you all that you need in life, but you just got to pay this and I'll give you all the answers to the universe. That, it's a grift. It's, it's a, definitely a grift. This couldn't sound more like a grift. I just, I don't know. If you have that money to spare, give it to us. That's, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> If you need to give somebody money to feel good, to feel like you've done good for the universe and got all the answers, just give money to our Patreon. Yeah, that's all. I mean, yeah, I, I could use $10,000. Obviously, you don't need to. I mean, this is a this is a conversation solely that people who have given this, like, 1000 to $10,000 to this kind of thing. And, of course, these people are being hoodwinked and, and are being lied to. But if you are the kind of person that's just like, I got to give money to something, Hi. I mean, yeah, if you're going to give money to someone, make it us. If you have to, if you feel the deep spiritual need to do so, it could be us. Um, but also, yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean by you hope it fizzles out, but also like. I also get what you mean by like you want accountability. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love accountability. So, yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. I mean, yeah, my takeaway is also like do your research. Um, no one should be making you pay thousands of dollars to just hear someone talk. No. Also. 
faith healing is not real. I mean, that's also yeah. a big thing. Faith, faith healing is not real. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was an amazing topic. Um, we're going to go ahead and get to some emails and correspondence and corrections and tweeter uh, after a brief word from our sponsors. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Mal, are you ready for correspondence and corrections? Sure. I, it'll be lighter, definitely, compared to your subject. I mean, yeah. Look, it's not the darkest thing we've talked about by a million no. miles. No. No. Yeah. Anyway. So first we have at Blessed Faye, who was uh, very concerned about your leg. Hey, Blessed Faye. Also, thanks for watching me on Twitch. Yeah. Wants to know if you're a cyborg with a titanium rod now. And no. was it the nail? We don't know. Yeah, I, we still don't know if it was I the think nail. They, uh, that was on what, Twitter? Yeah. yeah and you I, responded. I responded, yeah. Nope. Um, I just, uh, I have muscle cramp and pain every once in a while, but I really don't have as much pain as I used to have when I was like a teenager. I used to have excruciating leg pain as a teenager. Um, but that went away. And uh, now I just have like, I don't feel a lot of pain in my legs. Like if someone like... I knock my legs against that work, like against counters and stuff all the time. And I just, I barely fucking feel it. Christina bruises so easily and I get so worried about her. Christina does. Speaking of physical elements, Christina bruises like a tomato that's thrown against a wall. Like just so easily. I am so concerned. Is she, that's just the way she is. I'm so concerned. You also get, you and allergies have a constant battle and will for all eternity. Oh, so. but we have just, so we went hiking on saturday and i had no allergies while out in nature and now i'm concerned that my allergies are purely pollution based yeah anyway do you want to move out into the middle of the woods somewhere if there's wi-fi sure um at blank spaces 84 wants to know if we watch american horror story because the second half of season 10 had me snickering holy fuck they're in season 10 no i don't do scary stuff but honestly that feels like they'd be something right up chelsea's alley for the humor of it though not for even the scary i tried watching it but i just never really got into it i don't know oh by the time by the way by the time this comes out moon knight will have come out on disney plus go watch it go watch it it's good yeah um at dark fluttery says oh re-listening to old episodes is helping me cope with the fact that i had to put ghosts down and everyone Aww. thought she was a pretty lady, and it's just Kismet and I now. Both of us are having a hard time. Thanks for helping make it a little easier. Ghost is so pretty, fluffy kitty. Our heart very goes out sad. Too. We we do understand that feeling. Yeah, we oh yeah we do. Um, may her memory be a blessing. Uh, we have at Datfire Princess 
asking, did Mal just ask me to Kabadon someone into subscribing to the Patreon? To do what? Kabadon? I don't Kabadon? know. Can you can you spell it? K-A-B-E-D-O-N. It looks like some anime shit. I have no idea. This is what it looks like. I think that's the name of the anime. Okay. Um, I got nothing, but it sounds like it looks like something I should watch. We've got at Ronnie Bertram sending us a website. Which says I know where I know where your I know where your cat lives. What? Did you did someone dox us? What's going on here? Um, I clicked I know where your cat lives and it thinks my cat lives in Russia. So I think we're good. <laughs> anyway. Christina is putting the corrections here for posterity. Okay. The Doyle Houdini episode was thirty six. Yeah, I said that. The twenty sixteen clowns episode was fifty six. That thank you. And what I said was Gloucester is pronounced Gloucester because English makes no sense. English is a really shitty language. At Vamil fifty seven wants to know if we've ever heard of or done an episode on the Sundown Clown, which well, I, sounds horrifying. I hate that idea, but I really want to look into it. It's a UK born cryptid. It's a, and it's a cryptid. I am terrified. At East of the Fox sends us a relatable meme about gaming allowing us to live our wildest dreams like affordable housing. Yeah. God, that hits hard. Also, more like zero tonin, am I right? LOL. Uh-huh. At Bodgi says, I'm listening to your Black Dog app. The cool thing about Kirkrim is that ministers and their families don't die when they see the Grim. I always found that comforting as the daughter of a minister. Aw. Yeah. At Albi Medellin, I stole this for you, my tribe, and it's a meme that says your vibe attracts your tribe, my tribe, and it's just a whole bunch of cryptids. Huh. At Blessed Faye sends us a wild Reese caught by my husband, passed out in his empty food bowl, ultimately a mood, and it's just a dog passed out in their empty food bowl. Nice. Here. <laughs> I love pictures of animals that have obviously had a hard day and then are just chilling. At Diefire Princess is coming out, coming after me. And actually both of us specifically for while he's not my favorite, Superman is far from boring. Look, I'm sorry. I I know. Listen, I don't watch Superman movies. So when I say I don't like Superman, I do mean the comics. I just don't care. He's fucking boring. I just don't care. Yeah. I have friends who love Superman. He's the most powerful creature on the planet. I just don't care. He is so two dimensional and flat. That makes him boring. He could do so much with his powers and doesn't. And therefore, I'm just like, why do you why are you here? Why do you exist? <laughs> I've got I've got fun news. Uh-huh. Breaking news from like 22 hours ago. Brazil's Bolsonaro hospitalized after feeling unwell. Brazilian president ja- uh, Jair Bolsonaro has been admitted to a military hospital in Brasilia for tests after feeling unwell. While the cause of his illness is so far unknown, Bolsonaro was stabbed in the admin in 2018, leaving him with lasting health problems. Thank Well, not lasting enough. And Robert Evans, who hosts Behind the Bastards, which if you haven't listened to, you should, says, I'm excited to add more pictures to my digital frame filled only with images with dying Jair Bolsonaro. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> that is a vibe. That is a mood. Thank you at Jazz Dubs for bringing it to my attention. Uh, at Blessed Faye is a nurse and has some insight into our last episode. 
If the girl attacked by Jack actually had a seizure, the blinding blue light could possibly have been an aura. Some people get visual auras before seizures, like migraines or some or like smelling toast with a stroke, which makes a lot more sense to me than something catching fire and burning blue out of his mouth. Listen, yes, that does make more sense. None of us here have any kind of medical or science degree. Christina is gone. <laughs> Christina is gone. Mother is away. And last but not least, we have at East of the Fox, who says the early bird gets the worm, but the even earlier bird gets that sweet Prometheus liver. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, my God. I love myth memes. Mythical anyway, memes. Mythical yeah. Memes. On to the emails. Emails. So first... So someone is saying that they're having some issues playing our podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. I just want to know if anyone else out there is having any issues. And if you are, let us know and we'll see what we can do, especially Stitcher, because that's our... It's a pretty common one for us. Well, Stitcher is the one that hosts us specifically. So that'd be weird if it's being weird on the website. You mean Spreaker. Oh, yeah. Not Stitcher. Spreaker. Yeah, I know. They said Stitcher. Okay. Never mind. Um, but still, it would be weird because those are pretty popular those are podcast catching apps. Stitcher's one of the ones that we are very frequently on, I think is what you meant by that. But yeah. Yeah. And then we have a cryptid suggestion. This one almost certainly doesn't have enough background to make a full episode about, but I'm suggesting it anyway because it's my absolute favorite. The Griggstown cow. Okay. Put it in the suggestion sheet. And then we have time for... I'd say an email. An email? Okay. Because I'm tired and I have to edit this. Here is an email from... Is it signed? Is it signed? Kristen. And it's called Freemasons. Okay. Bring them on. I've been catching up on the podcast and recently listened to episode 209 about Joel Poinsett. I've had some personal experience with real life modern Freemasons, so I thought I would write to share some of what I know. Historically, the Freemasons have definitely been awful. Racism, colonizers, religious zealotry, just to name a few. These days, though, they're pretty philanthropic and focus more on community building and support. When I was in high school, I was friends with a girl who was in Job's Daughters. Oh boy, do I have a story about that. Uh, As well as being acquainted with the boy in the Demole Group, the youth organizations for the Freemasons. The girl also joined the Order of the Eastern Star, the woman's organization, once she aged out of Job's Daughters. While they are definitely still secretive, out of habit, I think, and still have some strange by normal societal standard practices, performing scripted rituals in temple while wearing robes, having titles, memorizing a literal book of rituals, they do a lot of service work in the community, pretty often during the year, but especially in the cold months. We're in Michigan, so it gets dangerously cold here. They did donation drives, worked food pantries and shelter kitchens, serving the homeless population, and tried to connect people with employment and housing services. They are a religious group, and while I would guess most members are of the Christian persuasion, they do accept members of any religious background. You essentially just have to believe in higher powers for my interpretation. They are also still predominantly white, though that has been changing within the last 20 plus years. In the early 2000s, one of the chapters in my state had its first black high priestess, which is a fairly celebrated event from what my friends told me. Primarily, the Freemasons function for their members as a way to network for anything from job leads to discounts on goods and services, as well as structured way to do community outreach. And for sure on the women's side, unsure about the Masons themselves as a religious study and discussion group. I'm going to stop here because this is a little longer than I anticipated. But if you have any other questions and I know the answer, I'm happy to share. Well, thank you for that. We might uh, get back to you. So that's uh, that's what we got. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's our that's our that's our podcast. That's what that's what we do every week. I'm not sure if you're aware. Um, we're kind of new to this whole podcast game, but uh, we hope we'll keep going. You know, week after week. Yeah, I mean that's ideally what we do. Ideally, what we do. But um, if you want to reach out to us, we have a lot of different a, a plethora, you could say, of avenues. And you know what? We love hearing from you, just like that email right now. Uh, we have a Twitter at C three Podcast, or you can email us. Uh, not email us. You can tweet at us corrections as you listen to the podcast or just fun little tidbits. Uh, we have a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash three C's team. That's twitch.tv slash T-H-R-E-E-S-E-A-S-T-E-A-M. Which we're going to start spending a lot more time in, uh, like now, uh, already. And um, you can watch us play games. I feel like I skipped one. Yeah, you skipped the actual email. Oh, I thought I was going to do that at the end. I don't know why. I always feel like the email the email the goes end. first. Uh, we have our own email, which is cultscryptidscompiracies at gmail.com. You're we taking would, my job. Or we would love it if you'd emailed us exactly like the email you just heard. If you want to talk to us about family conspiracies, ghosts, demons, cryptids, anything of the kind, or just be like, hey, yo, I like what you do. Please do. Corrections. We've gotten uh, scientific journals sent to us via we email, have. which is we amazing. We and then also, if you forgot all of those, you're just not sure where to find us at all. Or can, if you want to see pictures of our pets. Please, I mean, that's obviously more important. Uh, we have our website. Cultscriptedconspiracies.com. And if you don't want to do any of that, um, and you really feel the need that spending... If to, you really need to get rid of $10,000 that you currently have, we'll take it. We'll take it. And then we will 100% not give you some kind of power to bestow blessings and heal the sick. Like We, we, we really can pretend. Won't you know what let's all play dungeons and dragons yeah you know we'll just pretend yeah you give us ten thousand dollars we'll play dungeons and dragons with you if you'd like to pay me to run dungeons and dragons for you and your cohorts (laughs) this is not a this is not a bit this is not a grift i'll do it email email me email us at the email we'll fucking figure it out we'll dm uh dnd group give us ten thousand (laughs) dollars It doesn't even have to be that. It doesn't even have to be ten thousand. Well, Mal, that's we'll negotiate you, down. Negotiate down. We'll negotiate Mal. down. <laughs> but uh, yes, um, that's all I got. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Mal. Christina, come back. I can still hear her voice. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.